Fresh Wednesday has arrived. Let the Lent season begin. This is the Y'all Show with John Rawl. Hope you're doing well. Yes, a very holy time now for many of us in the Southeast, those who believe in Jesus and his sacrifice, all that coming up here in a couple of weeks with Easter. But those who aren't, hey, it's Ash Wednesday. And uh, if you see people walking around today with something kind of strange on their forehead, well, you know now what that is in case you, you don't know. And I need to go get my head uh, affixed with the old cross here pretty soon if I can if I can get out of here and do it in a proper manner. All right, this is the Y'all Show. This is John Rawl. And yes, we are beyond Fat Tuesday now. The partying is over. It's time to get serious, y'all. And on the Y'all Show, we're going to get serious with a show that's all about the South. Our number is 803-816-1170. That is a number you can call or text anytime you feel like it. And we want to hear from you. In fact, we're setting up a Y'all panel right now where you can contribute. You can let us know what you're thinking. You can give us advice. And if you do that, we've got a Y'all Happy coming your way. All you have to do is text us and tell us, hey, Sign me up. I want to be part of the Y'all Volunteer Army. <laughs> and uh, we'll give you a commission in the Y'all Army. Again, that number is 803-816-1170. 803-816-1170. And become part of our inaugural Y'all Advisory Committee. Don't you want to have something you can put on your resume and, and sound impressive? Well, we got just that. If we now you gotta you gotta submit your request but we gotta approve you too so we're not gonna let just any knucklehead or any knucklehead et into the y'all volunteer army so that just just giving you a heads up but we want to hear from you so let us know who you are what you can contribute and where you live where you hear the show all that kind of good stuff text at 803-816-1170 yes our website is y'all.com the new improved y'all.com we're going to tell you more and more about that as we go through the next few days but man we're excited about y'all.com we're excited about the y'all show and we're just darn excited that you've joined us here on this ash wednesday coming up on the show in addition to headlines here in a sec we will visit with jonathan lifeheight the atlantic coast conference insider we're going to talk jonathan we're going to get him on the line and talk acc men's and women's basketball the ladies are in the tournament this week We'll have an update on that good stuff. We'll also talk to Jonathan about ACC baseball as well as ACC football news coming from the U. And we'll tell you all about what's going on at the Miami Hurricanes football program and Manny Diaz, their new coach in Coral Gables. All that coming up later this hour of the Y'all Show. When we go to hour two, we'll start it off with a little hashtag hullabaloo and i'm gonna go ahead and give you a little hint on what we're going to be talking about amongst other things in hour two the word of the day on the y'all show is bradford pear tree (laughs) and a bradford in a pear tree yeah bradford pears you probably know exactly what i'm talking about in most of the south right now those things are starting to bloom and i'm going to tell you just how great or horrible bradford pear trees are in hour two in our hashtag hullabaloo so we have that coming up plus other good food stuff oklahoma city i need to get there i was just passing through there a couple weeks ago but i didn't really get a chance to stop except i did stop at brahms a legendary hamburger slash ice cream joint based in okc but man on hashtag hullabaloo today i'm gonna tell you about some other great oklahoma city eateries that we need to partake 
That's coming up. Plus, in hour two, it's the mouth of music row. Precious Harris is going to be stopping by with her Nashville Music Line report. Can't wait to find out what's going on in Music City with Precious Harris. All that coming up in hour two of the Y'all Show. Now, isn't that a good show? You're darn right it's a good show. And if you find me today with a little bit of a smile, there's two reasons for that. One, I'm happy about. One, eh, it probably will come back to bite me in the tuchus. The reason I'm smiling a little bit more, if you can detect that here on the Y'all Show, is I've been trying to be a better boy here in 2019. I've been trying to do the right thing, as Spike Lee, the now Oscar winner, would say. And I've actually shed more than a dozen pounds. Yay! Yay! And I'm not going to do like some of these radio shows where they have a sponsor and brag about what all they've done. I don't have a sponsor, so I'm not going to really cite anybody for the the job that i've done thus far perhaps you set a goal also at the start of 2019 to to shed a few pounds well if if i shed 40 something pounds like i really ought to that will actually put me into the normal category in the bmi index frankly if i get to that point i think i'll fly away in the wind because that's scary how skinny i would be i'm shooting for about 15 pounds more than what bmi says i'll still be classified as overweight which is what i am now yay i am overweight and proud of it but uh, like you perhaps i've had the issue of being obese now most people would look at me and not think i was obese but according to the good old bmi body mass index i was obese so i've been able to shed as of right now uh, it's actually about 17 pounds i've shed since january 1st and i'm proud of that i've had a little bit of up and down at times but I weighed in pretty good weight here this week, and I'm excited about that. So here's the part that I'm not so happy about that hopefully it won't bite me in the tuchus, but it probably will. I just had to. I just had to, y'all. I'm sorry. Uh, we're about to get to uh, church, or if you're Catholic, you'll go to Mass here soon. You might go see your priest. This is kind of my confessional, even though I'm not a Catholic. My confessional here on the show is... Uh, uh, I had to go to a buffet. <laughs> that was my reward for losing three pounds in one week. That's that's pretty good, especially after I'd already lost the majority of the weight early on in this thing. And I'm not doing the keto. And if you're doing that, great. I'm proud of you for doing that. But I'm just doing it through hard perseverance. And I lost three pounds last week. I dipped into the 220s, which is a pretty good feat for me. And I celebrated by going to a buffet, or as some folks in the South would call it, a buffet. And I'll I'll go ahead and confess, because I was impressed with this buffet, and I don't understand what is going on with this place. KFC, you have a great buffet if you are fortunate enough to live around a KFC that still has a buffet. And luckily, one's opened up not far from my plantation, and I was able to devour several pieces of chicken and they even had collard greens on the buffet at the kfc that i went to that's that's not standard usually turnip greens are the go-to especially for things poured out of a can but this place had collard greens and i actually ate some and they were darn good in fact maybe some of the best collards i've ever had at the kfc buffet way to go colonel sanders and so i had that and i ate only one biscuit that and I don't even think I ate the whole thing because I know bread is a bad thing when you're trying to lose weight. But I'm sorry. You had to reward yourself if you're losing weight. And if you have lost some pounds, yes, stay disciplined, lose as much as you can. But if you need to go to that buffet sometime, and in my case, I went to KFC, mainly because I'm a nail cheapo. At KFC, the buffet I went to, the whole thing cost less than 10 bucks, and that included a drink. 
that's pretty good that's pretty good for a buffet because if you're like me and you've kind of done the equation of what food costs these days a good meal one that you get you know end up walking away feeling full at least for a fella like me it's usually about a 12 dollar expense when you factor in a tip or even fast food can add up that way so to be able to walk out feeling like i saved two dollars because this less cost less than 10 bucks for this kfc buffet i felt pretty good about myself now when i go way in a week from today and i find out that I've, I've gained 20 pounds i won't feel too good but hey hopefully we're all doing well feeling good and we we got to support our buffets when we can but we we love each other that's why we don't need to eat buffets probably every single meal but man when they're when they're good they are good let's start our headlines from throughout dixie and let me get away from talking about my weight loss i'm sure most of you have tuned out well come on come on back to us now we're going to start into the the good stuff here and sadly the good stuff as we start our headlines is more about that awful tornado out path of the the path of the tornadoes in east alabama and we now know that at least 23 people died in lee county alabama alone when that ef4 tornado packing 170 mile per hour winds went through there on sunday evening and that tornado ended up crossing into western georgia it went about 70 miles total according to the national weather service but people still cleaning up the debris people still in hospitals and just a horrible situation from the town of Beauregard, Alabama, and more in the Lee County, Alabama area. Now, looking at a story that I read as in the aftermath of this Alabama tornado, there was a billboard in that area of Alabama, Smith Station, which is kind of in the southeastern corner of Lee County on the road that goes down from Opelika to Columbus, Georgia, is where Smith Station is. Really, it's a it's a bedroom community for the Columbus, Georgia market. And a billboard that was up there for the Buck Wild Saloon in Smith Station. What a what a great business name that was, the Buck Wild Saloon. Well, they had a billboard up, and this tornado that came through the EF4 tornado, it took this billboard sign in smith's station bama and it blew it 20 miles away across the chattahoochee river and into the yard of someone living in hamilton georgia the woman who found the sign shared photos of it on her property saying she was shocked and i'm sitting here looking at this photo and sure enough it, it was a billboard put up for the lee county flea market in the Buckwild saloon and uh just amazing that it went in the air and, and it's still intact it's really more of a i guess a vinyl billboard sign that was put up on a billboard but yeah it, this billboard was originally on us 280 and smith station and it flew in the air 20 yard 20 miles rather and touched down way over in georgia 20 miles away that is the power of these darn things as we said the tornado went i think 70 miles is what i just said the length of it when it went through on sunday just a horrible horrible situation and again there's benefits going on i know gun gofundmes for some of the youngsters who were killed in the tornadoes a simple search and you'll find out some of the names and how to contribute and Beauregard, alabama seemed to be the town in lee county that got the most damage please whatever you can do to support please give it as we remember all those victims from sunday we have an update on the Democratic quest to be the nominee for 2020 
and the run for president. Breaking news, Hillary Rodham Clinton, the former first lady of Arkansas, the former first lady of the United States of America, Hillary Clinton says she will not run for president in 2020, but vows she's not going anywhere. And she ruled out another campaign during an interview posted earlier this week on New York TV station News 12. Of course, she lost to Donald Trump in 2016, but we'll find out what's going on with Hillary Clinton. Is she evidently not running for president here in 2020? All right. Confederate craziness continues and this next story is one near and dear to me and i'm ticked off the student senate at the university of mississippi voted last night unanimously to remove confederate statue there at ole miss and i think they also want to get rid of the statue on the town square which has nothing to do with the university of mississippi this statue i helped personally in 2005 raise a hundred thousand dollars to refurbish it for at least another hundred years and here are a bunch of knuckleheads who have no clue of history who have no clue of honoring our veterans want to have it removed and uh, I, uh, i'm sorry like, like i said i have a personal stake on this statue in oxford mississippi with the Ole miss campus and the student senate voting unanimous. i knew they would do that i knew it with all the media pressure i knew you wouldn't find one single kid who would say you know i think the statue is just fine where it is because it's put there to honor fallen veterans students that actually died on fields like gettysburg and bull run that's where university of mississippi students fought and died in the civil war and they can't have a monument on their in their honor on the campus is a freaking shame more confederate craziness this comes to us from north carolina someone put hoods on a confederate monument to women on the north carolina state house grounds in raleigh a man's been charged there and 42 year old john williams of raleigh arrested monday after misdemeanor littering was the charge way against him and there's a photo of these women with kkk type hoods put on their monument just ridiculous folks also in north carolina the board governing north carolina's public university is giving itself more time to decide the fate of a confederate statue that protesters toppled silent sam that statue toppled back in the fall the board of governors of north carolina is expected to receive recommendations for the statue in may two months later than previously planned we don't know what's going to happen with that but trust me silent sam which had been on guard for more than a century will probably be sent to some kind of warehouse so that everyone will forget about it ridiculous and even more confederate crazy this coming from dallas texas an amazing confederate monument there in dallas it's been there since the late 1800s it's 123 years old the confederate war memorial and a dallas commission has approved a plan to remove this memorial Officials determined it was racist relic. It was a racist relic rather than a historic landmark. I bet you there's not one single thing on that statue that that says anything racist at all. It's got statues of Jefferson Davis, Robert Lee Stonewall Jackson, and Albert Sidney Johnson. Poor old Albert Sidney Johnson, who died at Shiloh in 1862. I didn't even know there was any statue that had Albert S. Johnson on it. But sure enough, this one in Dallas had it, and this this commission in dallas oh you got to get rid of it confederate craziness y'all confederate craziness hey how about this story we told you that the south carolina person that won one and a half million 
uh, what were one and a half billion with a B dollars in the lotto, the mega millions. Well, the person that won this who's remaining anonymous, well, a lawyer for that person is now admitting that this person allowed a customer to cut in line before they purchased the ticket. So the lucky winner was probably the runner-up. Their nice gesture, evidently, led them to get the winning ticket. If they had stayed in line and not been a gentleman or gentlewoman, I don't know who it was that got this winning ticket, the person behind him would have won one and a half billion dollars. And no, it wasn't me. Hopefully it was you. Finally, here's some Maryland craziness coming our way here on this Wednesday, y'all. The Maryland State Senate has okayed a ban on foam for food and drink containers. In Annapolis, the state Senate voted this week to make the state of Maryland the first in the nation to ban foam containers for food and drink, and this is all in an effort to fight pollution. The Senate voted 34 to 13 for the measure, and now it goes to the House of Delegates in Annapolis. No foam in Maryland, and I don't know if anyone's foaming at the mouth over this one. All right. When we come back on the Y'all Show, we'll have Jonathan Lightfoot drop by. He'll have the ACC report. We've got basketball news. We've got women's basketball news as the ACC Women's Tournament starts today in Greensboro. We also have ACC football and ACC baseball news all coming up before we wrap up this first hour of the Y'all Show. And now, a quick comparison from Grasshopper. When a client calls, what do you want them to hear? Your personal voicemail? Hey, you've reached Greg's cell phone. Uh, I'm away right now, (laughs) obviously. Uh, Leave a message and maybe I'll get back to you. Or something a little more buttoned up, courtesy of Grasshopper. Thanks for calling Green Landscaping. To make an appointment, dial 1. For billing, dial 2. To speak with Greg Smith, dial 1. There's no contest. Put your best voice forward with Grasshopper, the virtual phone system for small business. Try it free at grasshopper.com. Beep's coming. You know what to do. Hey, I'm gonna just rip this band-aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you, and I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today. And right now, get $100 off the purchase of a mattress when you text NICE to 84888. Yes, $100 off, but only when you text NICE to 84888. That's N-I-C-E to 84888. Message and data rates may apply up to five messages a month. TNC and privacy policy found at purple.com slash TNC. Reply help for help or stop to cancel. This is a cow, a cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. That's why Vistaprint is offering 500 truly personalized business cards starting at $9.99. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. Get 500 business cards starting at $9.99 with promo code 7575. That's promo code 7575 at Vistaprint.com. Vistaprint. Own the now.
back into the Wednesday Y'all Talk with a Southern Accent. John Rawl now joined on the All Southern program by Mr. ACC, Jonathan Lifeite. He's with the website 247sports.com, which is part of CBS Sports Digital. Hello, Mr. Jonathan. Hello, John. How's it going? We are doing good. Hope you are doing well. And hey, ACC basketball, boy, if you love college basketball, this is like Christmas season for you right now. Yeah, we're getting right down to the to the to the to the end of the end of the regular season, about to launch into the probably the, the best tournament I think of any conference in the country, and that's the ACC tournament. Yes. In fact, uh, I've got to put a little personal plug for another conference here because they have their conference tournament going on before you and I get back together next week. Jonathan, trivia question. Do you happen to know which conference in college basketball has the oldest college basketball tournament? Well, it won't be the SEC and it won't be the ACC. I'm going to guess it's probably like uh, the Southern Conference. Yes, he's right. And one reason I bring that up, Jonathan, of course, in the 1920s when the Southern Conference started, many of the teams in that conference at that time are now ACC members. So you could kind of put an asterisk and say that ACC teams really helped start the original conference basketball tournament. Yep, uh, that they did. A lot of SEC teams as well. But uh, uh, it's kind of interesting to see the roots from uh, from the Southern Conference growing to the ACC and SEC. And, of course, the SOCON this year has Wofford, which is in the top 25 and Boy, they're looking like a team you don't want to mess around with when it comes to the tournament here in a couple of weeks. Jonathan, let's talk about a recruiting scandal that we've been reporting on a little bit on the Y'all Show throughout the last few months. And three people have been sentenced in this Adidas recruiting scandal. And I know this involves some of the teams in the ACC and other conferences too. But what what do you know about what happened here this week with this case? Well, this goes to the, the whole Adidas. Uh, I think it was largely them. Um, you had an executive from from there, uh, James Gatto, and he was uh, he was sentenced. And then also you had uh, Christian Dawkins and Merle Code. Uh, Merle Code, of course, was player at Clemson way back back in the day. Um, so all three of those, they're the first kind of dominoes to fall in terms of this uh, this whole scandal. Um, there's a number of others that are that are still to come. Um, I believe you've got. Uh, I'm trying to remember who else was coming. Um, Emmanuel Book Richardson, uh, Tony Bland from USC and Lamont Evans, uh, and then also Chuck Person from Auburn, um, and uh, former uh, former referee Rashawn Michelle are also uh, scheduled for trial coming up. So this is just the first round. Uh, all three of those are found guilty and uh, and sentenced to prison. And again, this is more than just an ACC story, but. With those connections to the Atlantic Coast Conference, I thought we'd bring that up. But since this is just kind of the hot off the press story going on here this week in this ugly part of college basketball, and unfortunately, this has happened. But uh, some people evidently going off to the Hooskow as a result of this indictment. Now, Jonathan, on the injury front in the ACC, we've got news to tell you about from both a player and coach in the ACC. Zion Williamson of the number four Blue Devils, Duke Blue Devils, he's expected to miss another game as he continues to recover from his knee injury suffered in that game against North Carolina the other week. What's going on with Mr. Williamson? Well, it just seems like uh, this is turning into kind of a a nagging injury, and uh, he can't seem to get over it. So either it was more serious than they thought, or uh, something's going on with the healing process. So um, I I think they're probably just going to hold him and and hold him tight. They're in in a pretty good position. They'll probably be a one seed, although the lost Virginia Tech recently kind of 
put them more on the fence to that. But at the worst, they'll be a two seed heading into the NCAAs, I'm sure. Um, and really, that's their that's their goal. And they get Williamson back, um, they'll be you know as good as anybody in the country. Um, that's assuming he's at full speed, of course. Coach K said this past weekend that the star for his team can't and won't be rushed back onto the court, and he suffered a grade one knee sprain back in that loss two weeks ago to UNC, and they really suffered after he went down after they lost to that game to. UNC, they lost that game at Duke. Uh, Duke lost at Virginia Tech and have had some other tough games, but we'll see what's going on there with Mr. Williamson. Now, on the coaching angle, Jonathan, one of the coaches of the ACC actually had a little injury hiccup over the weekend. Roy Williams of UNC had a bout with vertigo as the Hills played at Little John against the Clemson Tigers. Yeah, that he did. He ended up uh, falling, falling during that game and, uh, um, but he just says he's he says he's doing all right. Says he's not gonna not gonna croak on anybody anytime soon. So um, that's good, and we wish him the best of luck in his recovery. But uh, um, looks like he uh, not really sure what caused the vertigo. But uh, hopefully they're looking into that, and they'll get that all squared away for him. I'm sure at Georgia Tech, Jonathan, you studied human engineering. So educate all of us who didn't get that kind of education in college. What the heck is vertigo? Uh, dizziness. Okay, I guess Basically, it's not. I guess it. it's not that scary. Uh, well, well, it is if you're falling down all the time. <laughs> yeah, I would think so. I have that issue too, but usually it's after I leave a bar. But we <laughs> we hope that Roy Williams he he hasn't had a bout with this in a game for three years or so. So maybe perhaps it won't affect him anymore. But he didn't finish out that game in Clemson, and somehow his team prevailed barely. I think it was two points they won by, but they continued yep. their winning ways and. Roy Williams at that bout with vertigo. Now, keeping it on tobacco road, Jonathan, we have a new athletic director at Wake Forest as John Curry was hired over the weekend. Yeah, he was hired. Uh, he will be taking over for the retiring Ron Wellman, who has had a, a pretty darn good career, in my opinion, at uh, at Wake Forest, and uh, um, he addresses he addresses a kind of, or rather, he faces a program. Uh, there that's in reasonably good shape with the exception of basketball and it's going to be interesting to see what he does typically you if you have a even remotely struggling coach you'll see an athletic director take a move in order to kind of put his his uh, imprint on the program and and let's face it uh, Danny Manning has not done all that great uh, 65 and 90 overall 24 and 64 in ACC play and he's only had one NCAA appearance so um and, and for what it's worth, Wake Forest is definitely not going to be going anywhere in the uh, postseason unless they find some way to, to miraculously win the ACC tournament. They're currently 11, 16, uh, 11 and 17 overall and 4 and 12. So I would not be surprised to see Mr. Manning uh, headed for the door um, and see what uh, in, in terms of uh, his performance and, and a new one coming in, especially when he's going to have a new boss. Curry will take over the job on May 1st. That's when Ron Wellman will officially be out the door in Winston-Salem. And the, I guess, is, is Wellman of the age where he can retire on his own or is he kind of being forced to retire? What do you know about that? No, he's he's pretty good stead and he's been there a long time. Uh, Wellman has been the, the, the athletic director at Wake Forest since 1992. So he's been there, you know, 20, 20 some years. So, uh, he's definitely, uh, you know, ready to ready to retire on his own. 
Ron Wellman. Ron, well done, Wellman. All right, looking at standings in the ACC, the Virginia Cavaliers and North Carolina continue to be really up there with the top of the standings. Those two teams each have two losses in conference play. Duke is just behind them. They have three losses. Duke 14 and 3 in ACC play. FSU's 12 and 5. The Hokies are 11 and 6. Those five teams there are your only ACC teams ranked in the top 25. Duke at 3, Virginia 2, Florida State 14, Virginia Tech 15. UNC 3 if I didn't mention that. Syracuse and Louisville have 10 and 7 records. Now the rest of the way, teams are either at 500 or below. NC State is 8-8 eight and eight in conference play. A little bit disappointing season in Raleigh. That team was in the top 25 early on, but seems to kind of has sputtered here in, in the season. So has Clemson. Clemson, a tournament team last year, right now 7-9 and nine in Little John Coliseum. BC 5-12, Miami 4-12, and, and then you come down toward the bottom. You've got Georgia Tech also at 5-12, and 12, Miami 4-12, and 12, Wake 4-13, and 13, and Notre Dame and Pitt pulling up the rear. Pitt two and fourteen in conference play. So some real ugliness toward the bottom to go along with the winning teams there on the top end of the conference standings. Jonathan, yeah, I mean, it kind of drops off pretty severely after Clemson. Um, you know, really kind of that uh, kind of I'll say the top eight, top nine teams. Uh, what is it? One, two, three, four, five. I guess the top nine teams and the league are, are, you know, pretty decent, and then it drops pretty dramatically. Kind of Clemson's kind of in a tweener there, but even NC State at 8-8, eight and eight, you mentioned a disappointment. They're 20-9 overall, um, and everybody above them in the standings has 19 or more wins, so uh, they're not in bad shape at all. But uh, You think they'll make the tournament? Week, you know, I think they're going to be, uh, you're talking about NC State, yeah. they'll be a bubble team. Um, I think they have a pretty good strength of schedule and RPI rating, um, but they'll, I think they'll, they'll be a bubble team. It'll it kind of come in there. They might be in that kind of the last, last four or five in. All right. Well, speaking of bubble teams, Jonathan, I want to talk to you about the college basketball power index. And that is a measure of team strength that is meant to be the best predictor of performance going forward. And we have a look at some of the ACC teams in terms of BPI basketball power index. No surprise, Virginia leads all teams in the country in the BPI. And you just uh, we just talked about the Wolfpack. NC State comes in at number twenty three in the BPI. I would say that yep. bodes well for the pack. Would you it say it does? I would say so. And I mentioned that they had a pretty good. Uh, Strength of schedule and, and RPI rating, BPI, same difference. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, at 23, that puts them pretty safely in. I do worry that they're still kind of a bubble team. I think they've got, uh, I think they've got maybe they got to get a little bit more work in and get done in order to, to guarantee themselves in. Um, so, but uh, they've done definitely done pretty well. Other ACC teams that are kind of teeter tottering, not sure which way. They're going to go here in the postseason. Clemson's BPI is 31. Syracuse, they're 19-11 overall, and the Orange are 33 in the BPI standings. Also in the ACC, another B. Well, I don't see any that are at least in the top 50 of the bubble team. So I guess if you're not in that top 50, you could be eh, not doing too good in your effort to make it to the postseason. But, hey, conference tournament next week, Jonathan, in Charlotte, right? Yep, that is correct. Um, it'll be a be a big time. It's always always interesting to watch how things play. So uh, I, I enjoy watching that term, and I'll probably catch a few of the games 
uh, you know, try and catch as many as I can. Well, Jonathan, this week it's the ACC Women's Basketball Tournament, and at least one program rides into the conference tournament with some big questions. Georgia Tech, the head coach of the Jackets, Michelle Joseph, was put on some kind of leave the last few days. An interim coach came in and coached the team, and I think I saw where some players were suspended. Uh, An assistant coach was let go. What's going on at the Institute? Well, they described this. They said she's been placed on on leave for a pending personnel matter which means uh there's some things going on there um and i'm not sure that they're the two players you mentioned were suspended uh so much as they were actually um have just uh not with the team currently uh so i think they're kind of what i'll call on leave with from the team uh and then uh, the the assistant coach that there was graduate assistant uh was also let go one of the assistant coaches mark simons uh, he's been serving as the interim coach um, I do not expect to see Michelle Joseph back on the flats uh, next season. I, I, based on they're already got lawyers in the press and things like that, uh, so I would not expect to see her back. Michelle Joseph has been there for 16 years at Georgia Tech, and she's had a pretty impressive record, 311 wins compared to 198 losses. Of course, she played in the Big Ten at Purdue back in the early 90s. She's 49 years old, so not really sure what's going on there with the Georgia Tech women's basketball program, but uh, they're making the headlines, and that's not something you want to have happen from a negative standpoint heading into the ACC women's basketball tournament taking place in Greensboro this coming weekend. All right, Jonathan, let, let's look at the ACC women's basketball tournament in terms of who's playing and all that. It actually starts today as Virginia and Boston College suit up this afternoon. Virginia Tech and Wake Forest also playing today. Duke and Pitt in this first round of the ACC Women's Basketball Tourney. Tomorrow, you've got the Syracuse Orange taking on the Game 1 winner. North Carolina and Georgia Tech take on each other in Game 5 of the tournament tomorrow afternoon. Clemson and the Game 2 winner face off, and then Florida State and the Game 3 winner are your late game on Thursday. And Notre Dame plays on Friday. Louisville plays on Friday. So does Miami and NC State. Those were the four best teams heading into the ACC Tourney, but... Jonathan, any early prediction? Who's going to win the ACC Women's Basketball Tournament direct from Greensboro? Yeah, I'm going to go with the the overall number one seed, uh, uh, Notre Dame. I think they're uh, probably the a pretty good team, pretty good favorite to pick. They've been playing well all season and done done quite well. So I, I just I you know just based on what I've seen from them, I think they're the they're the favorite. So you're not going for the surprise here, the number 15 seed Wake Forest Demon Deacons. No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> well, that's where the Deeks finish. So that's what the new AD might need to clean up the women's program if that's what's happening there in Winston-Salem these days. Hey, we're not done talking ACC sports with Jonathan Leifheit of 247sports.com. When we come back, we've got a quick look at ACC football news and notes. We've got some news from the U. Plus, we'll have a little ACC baseball talk to talk about with Jonathan as we close down Hour 1 of the Y'all Show. We'll be right back. And caller number nine for $1 million. Rita, complete this quote. Life is like a box of... Oh, I know this one. Chocolates. Uh, you're cutting out, Rita. We need your answer. Uh, oh my goodness. Life is like a box of chocolates. Oh, sorry. That's not what we were looking for. On to caller number 10. Oh, my shit. 
Bad network got you glitched out of luck? Switch to Boost Mobile's super reliable, super fast nationwide network and get four lines, each with unlimited gigs, for just $100 a month. Plus, get four free phones. Boost makes it easy to switch. Switching makes it easy to save. Offer ends 4 15 19. First line is $100 a month. Lines 2 to 4 free. Requires one line to port in. Video stream set up to 480p. plus. Music it up to 500 gigabits per second. Gaming it up to 2 megabits per second. Data deprioritization during congestion. Free phones require port in. Coverage and offers not available everywhere. Restricting supply. See dealer for details. Geico presents unhelpful home improvement how to's. A slippery bathroom floor can result in expensive hospital bills. So today, I'll show you how to cushion a serious fall by filling your bathroom with thousands of plastic balls. Just nail a piece of plywood across the doorway and dump in 2,000 multicolored plastic balls. You could try to protect yourself with a bathroom full of plastic balls, or you could get liability coverage through the Geico Insurance Agency. Visit geico.com and see how affordable renter's insurance can be. Rolades presents the Heartburn Blues. <sighs> so the kids decided to cut their own hair today. And somebody's ink pen exploded in the wash. And family fajita night left me with the Heartburn Blues. But Rolades made it all fine. Rolades starts working as fast as now, so you can take control of even your worst heartburn. Get your groove back with Rolades. Refers to acid neutralization. Use as directed. I wasn't prepared to be a caregiver to mom, but a little over a year ago, we realized she couldn't take care of herself without our help. And well, how could I not be there for her? I had no idea how hard it would be and just what I would need to know. Things I never thought of, like how to improve her mood and even for me, ways to stay positive. Luckily, I found the Caregiving Resource Center from AARP. It had articles about the basics that got me started but also information about the hurdles I was facing in this new role. I could even connect with experts and hear from others who had been in my place. I know this road we're on isn't an easy one, but I'm really happy to have the extra help for her and for me. Caregiving Resource Center at aarp.org caregiving. Articles, tips, and tools to help you both care for your loved one and care for yourself. This message is brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Miami, Miami, Hurricanes. <laughs> I like singing that song. We like that song and all the ACC fight songs here on the Y'all Show with the General John Rawl. I've got the Admiral of all things ACC, Jonathan Lifehite, with me here. It's the ACC spotlight of the Y'all Show. How about like that? You like your new title, Jonathan? Uh, sure, I like it. I'd like it a lot better if you just played the band of the hour and let them play the... Uh Miami fight song, though. Oh, okay. We'll, we'll make sure to do that. All right. Jonathan, we're playing <laughs> Miami's fight song because we've got some news from South Beach. 
as, hey, the Hurricane football program is getting a five-star linebacker, at least he was a five-star when he was coming out of high school, Jalen Phillips is transferring to the U from the other U, that would be the UCLA Bruins. Yeah, uh, he is doing that. Um, He's played in, I believe, in about 10 games uh, in his first two years at uh, UCLA. Um, And he had, you know, four and a half sacks, 41 tackles, so he's done all right. Um, And uh, apparently he left due to some injury issues and and a concussion. And so I think he was just ready for kind of a a change in scenery. Um, So maybe felt like he maybe tries like elsewhere. So uh, off to Miami he goes. He actually will join a teammate, Chigozi Naruka, uh, who also is transferred from UCLA to Miami. So apparently there's a little pipeline going on there. And Miami overall has done really well in the in the whole transfer game. They've added uh, um, Ohio State quarterback Tate Martell, um, Auburn running back Aza Martin, and then uh, uh, Southern Cal safety uh, Bubba Bolden. How about that? Manny Diaz making the moves for the Canes. Now, he's also making some moves when it turns to coaches. Well, some of this he didn't really per se – have a chance to direct himself. It was kind of the after effects of decisions of coaches choosing to leave on their own. But Miami has lost a defensive line coach, Jess Simpson, to the NFL. And I think the Canes have already announced his replacement. Yeah, um, Akron uh, Zips defensive coordinator, Todd Stroud. Um, he is the new defensive line coach, and he will also be uh, the assistant head coach under Diaz. So um, he will uh, he will be joining the program very shortly. And uh, Simpson, Simpson will be heading off to the Falcons. Oh, that's where he's going. Well, they, they could yeah, use he, his help. Yeah, he came from the Falcons. Uh, he was there and then spent one year in Miami. Now he's going back to the Falcons. All right. That's the news from Miami. Now, what's going on with Miami's football program from a spring football starting standpoint? When are the Kings? <clears throat> well, they have not got up and started practicing yet. And they will do that quite, quite soon. I think it's in another couple of days. They start March 19th in Carl Gables with practice. But some teams have already started spring drills, including the Clemson Tigers. They started back on February 27th. I think that was the day. Jonathan, you probably saw the same goofy video that I did. Dabo Sweeney went down the little swing there at their practice center. Did you see that? Yeah, I saw something about that. I didn't get to watch it in, in detail, but I, I think I saw it in passing, so I'm not sure exactly what that was all about. Clemson already underway. Their spring game there at Memorial Stadium will be April 6th, and Clemson somehow between having spring football and Dabo Sweeney taking batting practice with the St. Louis Cardinals. Did you see that? <laughs> no, I have, I've been focused on other things. So. Oh, come on now. You're not focused on Dabo 24-7 since you are with 24-7 sports? Uh, no, I've got other things to focus on. Uh, okay, okay. Well, anyway, he was down there this weekend speaking to the Cardinals baseball club, and they asked him if he wanted to take a few swings, and he actually is a switch hitter. Who knew that about Dabo? He's a switch hitter. North Carolina, <laughs> North Carolina is practicing. They started earlier this week. The Canes, as we told you, March 19th is the start date for that. The Virginia Cavaliers get started with spring practice on March 26th. Their spring game in Charlottesville is April 27th. BC already underway. Their spring game is April 6th. Duke has started. Their spring game will be April 5th. The Cardinals of Louisville started way back on February 11th. 
No spring game. I don't understand why some teams don't have spring games, but Louisville is not having one, according to what I'm reading on 247sports.com. Pittsburgh, yeah. they start here this weekend. Their spring game is April 13th. The Ramblin' Wreck of Georgia Tech and new coach Jeff Collins. They start their spring football March 26th. The spring game at Bobby Dodd Stadium will be April 20th. The NC State Wolfpack have started spring drills, spring game in Raleigh, April 6th. Syracuse, March 5th is the start date so they started this week april 13th the spring game and the Hokies of hokey hokey high fame march 12th the spring start date and the game for the Hokies will be april 13th wake forest they've started april 6th the spring game for wf and the florida state seminoles they started spring drills on monday they have their spring game on april the 6th how about that jonathan that's quite a quick rundown good it, job it is well that's why that's what we do here on the y'all show we're all about service hey quickly acc baseball underway they just had another weekend of baseball congratulations to the north carolina tar heels they still continue to have a great record 12 and 1 overall and they lead the coastal even though conference play has not started yet on the atlantic side both nc state and florida state are still perfect the wolfpack 11 and 0 florida state they're perfect at 10 and 0 in college baseball they had a big series in south carolina this weekend clemson and the gamecocks got together and for the first time in a couple of years clemson actually lost that series to the sec gamecocks now acc huh. play does start this weekend so here's your lineup of acc versus acc opponents in this first conference weekend of acc baseball duke and virginia get together boston college is at louisville the pitt panthers are at number 22 nc state virginia tech is at florida state north carolina visits clemson the georgia tech yellow jackets are in south beach to take on the miami hurricanes and notre dame and wake forest get together this weekend and that's the weekend in college baseball jonathan Yep, uh, a lot of big series to kind of start things off. Uh, I think that Georgia Tech-Miami series will be real interesting. Uh, you know, North Carolina going on the road to open the, open the season. Uh, they're currently sitting at number three in the country in baseball. So uh, you mentioned they're off to a pretty good start. Um, so uh, really going to be interesting to see how things shape up. ACC pretty strong again, once again, in, uh, in baseball this year. Yes, they will certainly be that. Jonathan, thank you. Thanks, sir. Have a great weekend. You too, sir. Jonathan Lifehite, 24-7 Sports and CBS Sports Digital. Well, that will conclude Hour 1. We've got plenty of good stuff coming up around the corner. In Hour 2, we'll have great information coming your way. We'll have hashtag Hullabaloo. And our friend Precious Harris will be joining us direct from Nashville's Music Row. And she'll have her Nashville music line. That's all ahead in Hour 2 of today's Y'all Show Talk with a Southern Accent. Deep's coming. You know what to do. Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you, and I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. 
Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today. And right now, get $100 off the purchase of a mattress when you text NICE to 84888. Yes, $100 off, but only when you text NICE to 84888. That's N-I-C-E to 84888. Message and data rates may apply up to five messages a month. TNC and privacy policy found at purple.com slash TNC. Reply help for help or stop to cancel. This is a cow. A cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. That's why Vistaprint is offering 500 truly personalized business cards starting at $9.99. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company. Or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. Get 500 business cards starting at $9.99 with promo code 7575. That's promo code 7575 at vistaprint.com. Vistaprint. Own the now. And now, a quick comparison from Grasshopper. When picking a phone number for business, what sounds more professional? Your personal number? Hold on, let me give you my cell. And uh, actually, let me get yours too, just so I don't ignore your call, you know? Or a dedicated business number, courtesy of Grasshopper. It was a pleasure meeting you. Our number is 1-833-IT-TROOP. Give us a call anytime. There's no contest. Put your best voice forward with Grasshopper, the virtual phone system for small business. Try it free at grasshopper.com. Welcome back to The Cat Show. Up next, we have Nico. Nico is a member of the Shelter Pet Group. That's right. A group known especially for their sunspot sleeping, ball chasing, leg rubbing, couch purring, bed leaping, and of course, companionship. Wonderful. And what breed would you say Nico is? I'd have to go with a tabbyish Persian kind of mix. Tremendous cat. I'd also like to point out her coat's wonderful mix of colors. Is it black, gray, gray, black, brown? Somewhere in between. Indeed. You know, it's always special when we get to see a cat like this. Just look how she struts. It's like she owns the place. And how she's so incredibly cute in her indifference to commands. A strong-willed feline. Ah, and see how she curls up and cuddles her person. The pitch on her purring is simply perfect. Nice one. I know. Fantastic cat. Fantastic indeed. But really the best way to know an amazing shelter pet like Nico is to meet one. Visit theshelterpetproject.org today. Adopt. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. The second hour of this Wednesday, Ash Wednesday edition of the Y'all Show back with you. John Rawl, good to have you here on the All Southern Show. And as we started hour one, I told you how I, Alex, oh boy, I was so excited. I'd just gone to a buffet before starting today's show, and guess what? Uh, it's starting to wear on me a little bit. Uh, I'm getting a little sluggish here, so y'all might have to help me get through this next hour. You know how the old blues go after you eat a huge meal? You just want to curl up about an hour later and, and man, do a little snoozing, a little siesta? Well, I think I can get through this, so bear with me here. We're going to have a darn good time here. The more fun we have, there ain't no way I'm going to fall asleep here and take a little nap or nod off here on the on the Y'all Show. Welcome back. Our number here on the Y'all Show. Hey, that uh, advisory panel is still there. The offer's still there. If you want to sign up and we approve you, we'll send you a Y'all Happy. That way to do that is simple. Just text us, 803-816-1170, 803-816-1170. Say, my name is... I want to do this. I live in this place and I listen to you either on a radio station or I listen to you in iTunes or however you get our y'all show. We, we are wanting to have an advisory committee. Don't you want to serve on a committee and like join the 21st century? Well, we have that offer for you right now. 
and our intense panel here on this end will look over all of the suggestions and pick some darn good committee members and steer the ship in the right direction here on the y'all show we will have this hour we'll be steering the ship toward great country music talk precious harris is going to be joining us in just a few minutes here on the southern show we called y'all can't wait to catch up with my old friend and find out what she's got up her short sleeve there in nashville tennessee yeah it's it well maybe she's got a coat on it's been cold in middle tennessee this week and a lot of the south which enjoyed a few nice temperatures and then it got cold all of a sudden but hopefully it'll go back soon up that is up 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 we go to this hour to start things off to hashtag hullabaloo daniel delina d-e-l-e-n-a daniel is a pr account executive lives and breathes a-u-s-p-o-l i don't know exactly what that is and they're a roger federer fan okay that's good Daniel puts on Twitter, start of Lent season, time for penance, fasting, and giving, spiritual cleansing for Catholics and the faithfuls. Well, Daniel, that is very, very true what you put there, and this is a serious tweet that I'm reading here today. Yes, today is the start of Lent season. For all of you believers in the Lent season, all of you who may be participating in an Ash Wednesday service today, it is a time for spiritual cleansing, as Daniel says, and you got to kind of try to do the right thing here over the next several weeks before we get to uh, Good Friday and on to Easter Sunday and remember the reason for this season. But Daniel, thank you for that very timely tweet here on the Y'all Show. Here's another Lent-related tweet from Bark Eater Chocolates at Bark underscore Chocolates on Twitter. Bark Eater Chocolates born in 2008. Happy 11 years, Bark Eater Chocolates. Their tweet says... It is our very humble opinion that there are certain things you shouldn't give up for Lent. Wine, beer, and chocolate. Now, they're having some fun here, Bark Eater. But yes, they say that there's some things you just shouldn't give up. Their humble opinion is there are three things you shouldn't give up for Lent. Wine, beer, and chocolate. I can give up two of those three things. How about you? I actually could probably give up chocolate. If you want to know the truth, I bet you think you thought that other thing that I just couldn't live without was beer. No, I can live without wine and beer. I do not like wine. That is my confession here on Ash Wednesday. I just don't like wine. Now, I like wine when I have it at communion. But other than that, yeah, you won't find me going into a restaurant or bar and having a glass of wine. Now, if you like wine, that is great. In fact, of course, the longstanding belief is wine's very good for the heart. And it's healthy to drink a glass of wine. Now, I'm no doctor. I'm not going to dispute you on that. That may very well be the case. I know my parents drink wine occasionally. And my dad, who had heart problems 20 years ago, even though he's got diabetes and he's got other problems with his health, his heart seems to be doing just fine. So maybe there's something to that old theory that drinking a glass of wine is good for the old ticker. Beer? Hey, beer is a good stress relief. So... You know, I'm not Southern Baptist, so I'm not going to sit here and say, if you drink a bottle of beer, you're going to hell, H-E-double-L. No, I'm not going to say that. Hey, I'm all for a good beer if it's if you're old enough to drink it, and the occasion is right. The problem with beer and wine, both, and liquor, certainly, are people who drink in excess and or they become addicted to it. That's when you have problems, and that's what we don't want. And we call that alcoholics. We call it chocoholics. When you're addicted to chocolate. 
And, and you know, I can see that. I have a sweet tooth. But my craziness when it comes to sweet tooths means that I've got to have something sweet when I eat. You like that? I should be a rapper. And that little something could be something as simple as just one M&M. If I could just have one M&M at every meal, that makes my sweet meal complete. I've just bought something the other day. I think it was at Dollar General I picked it up. It was only a dollar. It was in the candy section. But I bought a bag of gumballs. You know, chewing gum you can put in your mouth. And I leave them in my car. And that seems to do the trick, if nothing else, because... I have to have something in my car, especially for the hot summer months that I can leave in there in the dash pocket. And when I have that craving for something sweet, I can just reach there and grab it and it won't be melted. That's the problem I have with chocolate. Find me a chocolate that doesn't melt and I'll be all for it. But I think every bit of chocolate that I've ever had, especially come August and July, it's going to melt if you leave it in the car or you leave it in your pocket. So I have me this bag of gumballs and I'll chew it up. And they only last for like a minute and then they get like, Ugh, you got to spit that stuff out. But that's, that's my personal confession here on the y'all show on this Lent Wednesday, the start of Lent. But yeah, in, in bark eaters world, you got to have a couple things you shouldn't give up. And that includes wine, beer, and chocolate. Moving on to real coon daddy. That's R E A L C O O N daddy. Now, real coon daddy, that's the Twitter account. It, identifies himself as a southern gentleman from coney island jewish by birth southern by the grace of yahweh (laughs) i assume this is a real person you can go verify it for yourself but this person wrote on twitter when i'm not enjoying all the southern heritage of dixie county i am a long distance truck driver that's right folks i am a jew that drives a big rig now, I have to ask here to this person, Mr. Real Coon Daddy, where the heck's Dixie County? I'm going to take a guess he's talking about in Florida. I think there is a Dixie County in Florida. I'm doing some research here. Yes, in Florida, Dixie County is where Cross City is located, and that is on the Gulf Coast side of the state of Florida, and a place called Old Town also in this county, Dixie County, Florida. It's north, uh, not quite in the Panhandle, sort of. It's right where the Panhandle meets the rest of the state, kind of northwest of Gainesville. I guess Plant City would be in this area, too. But, yeah, this, this county was formed in 1921 from a southern portion of Lafayette County in Florida, and it was named for Dixie, the common nickname for the southern United States. And I love that name, Dixie. Everybody should go out right now and start singing Dixie here on the Y'all Show. But yeah, Dixie County, Florida. And we have a tweet coming in from there from this truck driver, a Jew that drives a big rig, and he's proud of it. If you don't believe me, just go to at R-E-A-L-C-O-O-N-D-A-D-D-Y. A southern gentleman from Coney Island, Jewish by birth, southern by the grace of Yahweh. I, I promise you, I did not make this up. I'm just reading it here, reading it as it comes across the wire. Next up on the hashtag Hullabaloo Wednesday edition, we have a tweet coming in from TT underscore Harmony at TT underscore Harmony one. And they identify themselves here with a tweet. Southern hip hop ain't, and they used an expletive. I'm not going to say this on the air. Southern hip hop ain't S word without 
at Aris and at Nasty C and other few artists. So I guess there's some hip hop artists named Arise and Nasty C. I won't do the research. You can do the research. But according to TT underscore Harmony, hip hop, it was nothing without a reese and nasty c and that's your hip-hop report here on today's y'all show hey we just had a rap if you tuned in on friday of last week we had our first rap song played here on the y'all show from a guy named future out of atlanta georgia now i still don't know the difference and this shows my ignorance i, I will admit i don't know the difference between rap and hip-hop so if you want to tweet me here and tell me the difference and don't use curse words like tt underscore harmony did let me know. Let us all know. I'll share it with you as long as it's clean and suitable for air. And our number to tweet is eight or text rather is eight oh three eight one six eleven seventy. Vanessa Eccles is on Twitter at Vanessa K E C C L E S. And Vanessa identifies as a believer, author of the Lore and Legend series and Red Ribbons. And she's an editor at Monster Ivy Books and also a podcast host. So, Vanessa, good job. Looking forward to seeing what you put here on Twitter. She put just a little snippet from the latest episode of Fabled Collective. It's a podcast that she's got out from Fabled Collective, and that's F-A-B-L-E-D-C-O-L-L-E-C-T-I-V. No E on the end of that, at Fabled Collective. So, check out this from Vanessa Eccles there, this podcaster a little snippet from the latest episode there that she's put out. Do South magazines on Twitter at do South mag eat, read, travel is what they put in their profile. And I'm, I'm going to read this. I think it's absolutely stupid, especially since we promote country music in a big way. And we've got precious Harris coming up in just a few minutes, but I've heard this a million times, but there's a chance someone out there listening has not heard this humor coming from do South magazine. So as a public service, I'll just read what they put on their Twitter account this week. Do South writes, what happens when you sing country music backwards? You get your wife and job back. Hashtag Southern hashtag jokes. <laughs> okay. If I had a nickel for every time I heard someone tried to be funny with that one, you can do better. Do South. Come on. See, let's see what else you got. Katura Ford is on Twitter at K E T U R A H A Ford. Katura is a wife, mommy, a writer and a foodie. And a relationship enthusiast. That's a great thing there. Her mantra, trust God, blog, and events. And she wrote here this week on Twitter, old Southern classic, okra, corn, tomato stew. And she's got a beautiful picture of that stew on the stove. And sure enough, it's healthy. It looks delicious. And if you're a Southerner, how could you not like those three items all mixed in together? Okra, corn, and tomato all formed into a stew katura thank you thank you thank you when is mcdonald's ever going to learn to start serving good old southern food like that yes woodland park apartments now what's interesting about their tweets coming out this week is woodland park apartments is actually in tulsa oklahoma and they offer one two and three bedroom apartments if you're in tulsa if you're in northeast oklahoma and you're looking for a nice place to live check out woodland park apartments but here they are on Twitter this week, promoting not what's in their backyard in Tulsa, but down the interstate in the state capital of Oklahoma City. And here's what they put out this week. Uh, it's collusion. It's collusion between Woodland Park and Tulsa and Oklahoma City. But it's good collusion. 
Here's what they wrote. We love comforting Southern food. Who doesn't? Check out one of our favorite local Oklahoma City restaurants, The Drum Room. They offer classics like fried chicken and okra, but if you want something a little different, try their bad-to-the-bone burger. And I looked up this incredible restaurant, according to Woodland Park Apartments, The Drum Room in Oklahoma City. They're located at 4309 Northwestern Avenue in OKC. And they identify themselves as a rock and roll theme restaurant and full bar focused on amazing fried chicken. We also have excellent appetizers, salads, sandwiches, and a very tasty wrap. Again, in Oklahoma City, the drum room. Check it out. Now, Woodland Park Apartments was not done. After mentioning that one, they also got on Twitter this week to promote another OKC eatery. How about this? They wrote, are you looking for down-home Southern cooking? You need to check out our favorite local OKC restaurant. Florence's Restaurant will have you wanting a second helping. Explore their menu and grab a seat. You will not regret it. I don't know what all is on the menu at Florence's Restaurant in Oklahoma City, but it looks darn good, whatever they're promoting there in the Sooner State. And those are two interviews for you to check out when you're in Oklahoma City again. Florence's Restaurant and The Drum Room. And thank you, Woodland Park Apartments. Up next is a tweet from 10-A-M-E-A-N-Y. Tim, Tenamini, okay, is, is the tweet. Still studying the light is what they wrote humor here. And they put things to know for your trip. I think this is a tweet going out to a friend. And it's it's a educational tweet. And it's a picture of a, a glass of, it looks like Coca-Cola. I'm going to read what Tenamini wrote on Twitter this week. Fizzy water is soda in much of the country, pop in the Midwest, and tonic in parts of New England. But it's Coke in parts of the South, perhaps thanks to Coca-Cola's headquarters in Atlanta. Even if you want Sprite or Root Beer or Dr. Pepper, it's perfectly acceptable to ask for them by saying you want a Coke. You'll then be asked, what kind of Coke do you want? We touched on this on Monday. Yes, that is something unique to this part of the world, and we're, hey, we're proud of it. Hey, you want a Coke? Yes, we do. I also like Dr. Pepper, Sprite, and I've become kind of a fan of Coke Zero, too. Thank you, Coca-Cola. That's good stuff here. Keeping the drinking theme in mind. Now, this is a tweet that I'm impressed by this. This comes from HD. HD identifies on Twitter with the account HD Big Journey. HD Big Journey on Twitter. And how about this? They wrote in their profile, Sober August 31st, 2015. So evidently they've had a an issue with alcoholism through the years. And for now, almost four years, they've been sober. Congratulations, HD. And I love this statement on their profile of Twitter. 90% of life is showing up. <laughs> well, I think I get a 99 on that one. But HD wrote, spent the weekend back in North Carolina where March 1st heralds spring and breakfast is, and they wrote a big 100 and a little trophy symbol, the little emoji type deal but what they're saying is march in north carolina heralds spring it brings in spring and breakfast and what they have here is a picture of a blooming tree and a bowl of grits and someone wrote back those biscuits and grits wow yes i don't know where they went but the picture has a tree and i'm gonna tell you about the tree in a second but they also have this delicious cup of coffee with a mug that has on it 
S and D coffee and tea. And I had to find out what the heck is this all about? S and D coffee and tea is based in Concord, North Carolina. It's been around since 1927. It's nearly a hundred years old and they call themselves America's smartest coffee company. You can go to their website and they even have a shop, shop.sdcoffeetea.com. And you can buy this stuff. It looks like a very premium brand that's been around nearly a century. And it looks like it's more for commercial businesses, but it looks like delicious coffees and teas available from S&D. So we learned something there. Thank you, HD, for that. Now, back to the tree part of this picture. That tree is a Bradford pear. Now, what is a Bradford pear? They're, they're blooming in a lot of the southern states right now. They just started the other day. A Bradford tree is, is also known as a calorie pear, C-A-L-L-E-R-Y. It's a species of a pear tree native to China and Vietnam, and in the family Rosa Say, it is most commonly known for its cultivar Bradford. It's widely planted throughout the U.S. and increasingly regarded as an invasive tree. Now, here's some more info. This comes from Southern Living about Bradford pears. For years, the Bradford pear has been an iconic Southern tree simply because they're everywhere. Grumpy gardener Steve Bender is here to tell you that this stinky, oversized tree is not worth the hassle, though from its overabundance of shade to weak branching structure, Bradford pears are the worst trees out there. This from the editors of Southern Living Magazine. They don't like Bradford pear trees. Well, I don't know if they're good 51 weeks out of the year, but for the one week out of the wintertime that they start blooming... I like Bradford pear trees a lot. So take that, Southern Living. And that is your hashtag Hullabaloo here on this Wednesday edition. When we come back, it's Precious Harris time on the Y'all Show. We'll find out what's going on in Music City. This is the Y'all Show. Stay right where you are. And now, a quick comparison from Grasshopper. When a client calls, what do you want them to hear? Your personal voicemail? Hey, you've reached Greg's cell phone. Uh, I'm away right now, <laughs> obviously. Uh, leave a message and maybe I'll get back to you. Or something a little more buttoned up, courtesy of Grasshopper. Thanks for calling Green Landscaping. To make an appointment, dial 1. For billing, dial 2. To speak with Greg Smith, dial There's three. no contest. Put your best voice forward with Grasshopper, the virtual phone system for small business. Try it free at grasshopper.com. This is a cow, a cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. That's why Vistaprint is offering 500 truly personalized business cards starting at $9.99. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company. Or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. Get 500 business cards starting at $9.99 with promo code 7575. That's promo code 7575 at Vistaprint.com. Vistaprint. Own the now.
Are you ready? Well, you better be. It's the Y'all Show with John Rawl, and you better be ready for Precious Harris, direct from Music Row in Nashville, Tennessee, because it's time once again for the author of College of Songology to join us once again on the Y'all Show. It's Precious. Welcome back, Precious. Thank you, darling. It's good to be back. It's been a crazy, great, great week here. Crazy great. Now, I, don't, I don't know what that – I didn't learn that terminology when I was growing up. So what does that really mean? What crazy means, like, a lot of stuff going on, like, all different directions. And the great stuff is uh, one of my uh, one of my clients, one of my former clients, actually made it to Team Blake this last week. Now, do tell. You're, you're talking about The Voice, right? Yes, The Voice. And uh, it – and actually, Blake actually blocked John Legend because he knew that John would grab him because he is a sober little singer. But I met him about five years ago. And, and g- give us the name. Who are you talking about? His name is, he's from Louisiana. He's a Southern boy. His name is Gyth, G-Y-T-H, Rigdon. Gyth Rigdon on and the voice. Yeah, the first one out of the gate on uh, Team Blake. And you were happy with the performance too? Oh, yeah. It was so funny because couple of years ago he you know being a single boy um even though he recently got married last september but you know he was living up here on his own and most boys eat out a lot and he would start getting a little heavy and i nicknamed him chunky monkey <laughs> and i said you know i said you look too good to not be toned so he ended up losing 30 pounds and getting in the gym so when he came back my husband didn't realize that he had you know he walked in the dorm and my husband goes wow guy you look really good he goes, well, Mama P called me Chunky Monkey, and she told me I better get it up if I'm going to be a star. So uh, he did, and it was the best, the funniest thing I texted him about it was uh, Blake tweeted out about Geist Arms, and I thought I was going to die laughing because he really, really has been working hard on his abs. You know, not on his abs. What you call your arms muscles? I forgot. I don't have any, so I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> biceps, biceps. That's it. You can see I filled medical class. <laughs> uh, yeah, thank goodness you did, because otherwise you might be an MD right now. You I just mentioned with Guy, uh-huh. you just mentioned with Guy that, that he was a hard working man. Did I hear you say that? Yes. Well, that brings a great segue, Precious, about Brooks and Dunn. They're back. What do you know about Kicks and Ronnie kind of having this new album out? They got a lot of artists that have kind of teamed up on this tribute album i guess and i've seen them doing interviews around town what's going on with b and d well you know number one is they finally uh you know uh kicks actually they've come to a point in their life where things are slowing down because you know once they kick back and quit touring for a while because kicks has some great things going on and ronnie had actually got signed to a solo career so uh but they've always like i said i was their intern in 1991 mm-hmm. i think yeah, years ago when they were signed to Arista. But, uh, you know, Ronnie had pretty successful career as a single artist. But, uh, you know, they had somewhere request of just people wanting to see them sing again, and, you know, together. And, and they're booking them to wanted them to sing together to actually as a as an act to go on the road. So, you know, when you do that, you usually have to have an album to support it. They probably wouldn't have to have. But it was so many people that had came forward and said, hey, I love to do it. You know, we have a guest spot. It was just something different. You know, they've still got hundreds and thousands of fans around the world. And uh, when the fans speak, artists listen. And thank God Brooks and Dunn did. And of course, Ronnie, uh, he he actually um, 
he is really good friends with someone I went to high school with and uh, who is uh, in the radio, too. And uh, so uh, Ronnie and I, you know, every time I go to the station, the owner of the station always takes a picture and sends it to Ronnie and say, she's on the road again. Hmm. You know, So uh, every time I'm in Kentucky or he's down in Nashville, we take a picture and send it to Ronnie. Yeah, I saw a recent so, interview of those two uh, in regards to this new project they're working on. And, and it reminded me and all of you who may not know about Brooks and Dunn, they were actually brought together by record executive Tim Dubois. They really didn't know each other. And they wow. they they essentially were both good singers, but they needed Arista. When you were there, Precious, they needed a duet act, and 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 duet, and and du, Dubois married those two unknowns, and it turned out a per, to be a pretty darn good marriage. Yeah, well, actually, they had a single male act, so they didn't really need one. Their single male was a guy named Alan Jackson. Mm-hmm. They had another male act, but he wasn't straight. He was sort of a of soul country and his name was Leroy Parnell. They signed him. They had Michelle Wright. Um, they pa- had, uh, Pam Tillis, Pam Tillis. They had two groups in those early days on Arista records. Do you know who they are? Cause I do. I do. Diamond Rio and restless heart. Nope. 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 Exile. Exile. Oh, that's when they were a rock group. Yeah. Before they went country. No, they were country on Epic records, but then around, 1991 to somewhere in that area era they had nobody's uh nobody's talking was the big hit exile had on arista records diamond rio got signed there yeah and uh but i think uh restless heart let me tell you why i remember restless heart being on there because at before alan jackson was nominated in 1991 he was at arista didn't even have a building they were just at the bottom of laura Brainbridge real estate company there running out of the first floor and they had a tent out in the parking lot for their cma party and a friend of mine i wasn't interning there yet but a friend of mine who worked there had had asked me to come to the cma after party. i'm like i had no idea how lucky i was to be in that at the time but i'm sitting in the tent and over in the corner is this blonde-haired guy i'm like i've seen him on cmt he had on a beige jacket with uh brown suede circles on his elbows and uh python boots and um blonde hair cowboy hat and I walked over to him, and I said, "Hi, huh, are you Mr. Alan Jackson? He said, yes, I am. I said, you be a big country star one day. I just wanted you to know that. And he sort of chuckled. He said, well, thank you, ma'am. And uh, the next year, he was nominated for Horizon, you know, Horizon Artist of the Year. And he ended up winning it. And so at the after party, Denise was with him next year. The reason why she wasn't with him at that party is she was pregnant with her oldest child, and she just did not feel like going out with like eight months pregnant. Yeah. She was pretty, pretty pregnant. And, uh, but the next year, there's that crazy lady. I told you that said I was going to be a star. <laughs> Precious. You left off an important line in that conversation you had with Alan Jackson. I think somewhere here in that conversation, he went, Hey lady, back off. I'm married to Denise. Oh no. I knew he was married. Cause he had a- <laughs> I was engaged. Actually. I was engaged to someone in Bowling Green, Kentucky. And yeah. we were, living in sin living together before we got married oh confession here you know it is ash wednesday yes precious harris has lived in sin everybody i know i know i know believe me my mom reminded me of it every day well Uh, the whole world knows about it now yeah the whole world knows about it now and uh, i actually tried to get him to come down and audition he's a bass player big you know big surprise there and uh try to get him to come down and audition for alan and he wouldn't do it because he didn't 
he didn't know Alan or never heard of him, but I knew Alan was going to be a big star. And then, of course, the next year I was interning down the hall at DNA Records with John Anderson and the Remingtons and things like that. And then I left there and went over to Atlantic that same semester when I, and that's when I met you. Yes. That was a long time ago. That was tw- 26 time. years ago now. But hey, I'm proud to know that Atlantic Records hired you because if they hadn't have done that, Precious, my life would be a whole lot more boring and definitely not uh, memorable. Well, thank you. Well, I did enjoy it. It's so funny. Uh, you know, John Michael was on our label and uh, Martin Del Rey and Confederate Railroad. And I think we met, actually went and saw Confederate because I was able to get backstage passes. Yes, we did. Uh, and um, let's see. Uh, Don't leave out Ray Kennedy. Oh, yeah. Ray Kennedy and uh, Neil McCoy. It's probably the first time Ray Kennedy's name has been mentioned on the radio in about 20-something years. I know, and he was so talented. Uh, Women Gonna Be the Death of Me, What a Way to Go was his hit. And the thing I remember about Ray Kennedy here on the Y'all Show was we're bringing back the early 90s, uh, totally forgotten about trivia. Did you know what Ray Kennedy's claim to fame was? And it wasn't because of something he did. It's what his dad did. Do you know what Ray Kennedy's dad did? Yes, I, re- I know what it is, but I cannot remember to save my life. Well, that's probably a good thing because hopefully you don't remember what he did because, well, your husband would thank you. Ray Kennedy's dad created something called the Discover Card. Ooh. Yeah, he would probably get me because I have one that looks like <laughs> Like I said, actually. Yeah. So hold that here on the Y'all Show. You just never know what we're going to end up talking about with Precious Harris. Hey, we're not done talking with Precious. When we come back on the Y'all Show, we have a trivia question that we're going to answer. In fact, Precious, I'm going to let you do the honors. What is that trivia question this week? Are you ready? But before we're into, do you know? Have you heard of the monkeys? Yes. But you know Michael Nesmith. You know that was the uh, get the guitar player. Yeah. Created liquid paper. Oh, golly. Yeah. So, anyway, the question is which country artists joined the San Diego Padres at their spring training camp in Peoria, Arizona on this date on March the 6th today in 1999? All right. We'll have a song from that artist, whoever he or she is, and we'll have a lot more country info coming from Precious Harris when we come back here on the Y'all Show Talk with a Southern Accent. And caller number nine for $1 million. Rita, complete this quote. Life is like a box of... Oh, I know this one. Chocolates. Uh, you're cutting out, Rita. We need your answer. Uh, oh my goodness. Life is like a box of chocolates. Oh, sorry. That's not what we were looking for. On to caller number 10. Bad network got you glitched out of luck? Switch to Boost Mobile's super reliable, super fast nationwide network and get four lines, each with unlimited gigs, for just $100 a month. Plus, get four free phones. Boost makes it easy to switch. Switching makes it easy to save. Offer ends 4 First line is $100 a month. Lines 2 to 4 free. Requires one line to port in. Video streams set up to 480p+. Music it up to 500 kilobits per second. Gaming it up to 2 megabits per second. Data deprioritization during congestion. Free phones require port in. Coverage and offers not available everywhere. Restricting supply. See dealer for details. We call them cool. 
Those hearts that have no scars to show The ones that never do let go Welcome back. It's y'all. It's Talk With a Southern Accent. A darn good song playing right here on the Y'all Show from an artist that I can't quite give you who that is in case you don't know because that person is the subject of our trivia question. We have Precious Harris. It's Nashville Music Line here in this final segment of the Wednesday Y'all Show. Miss Harris, what the heck is the question once again that you asked before we went to the break and what is the answer to said question? Which country artist joined the San Diego Padres today at their spring training camp in Peoria, Arizona on March the 6th, 1999? 20 years ago. Uh-huh. Golly, I just don't know the answer, Precious. <laughs> well, Garth is a friggin' genius anyway. So Garth Brooks is who you're talking about? Or Geith? Yeah, Garth. Geith or Garth? Garth. Garth. <laughs> well, they got my G's mixed up. Yeah. Yeah, Garth but, went, uh, went to spring training a couple years with the Padres and... I wish he'd go back. Yeah, thank you. He struck out the first year, so thank God he had another career to fall back on. Yeah. He he was kind of a Tim Tebow before Tim Tebow, but I think but Tim, Tim might actually make it to the majors this year. We, we're pulling for, tol- for old Tim. Yeah, he is a good person. I met him one time. I forgot. It was at a charity event in Nashville. I cannot remember. And it. And I can't remember what was that. Now that's just going to drive me crazy until I figure that out. No, it's okay. Hey, we've got some news on Garth. In addition to having 20 years ago that he showed up for the Padres in Major League Baseball, he's broken a new record, which is hard to do for Garth Brooks, but yeah. precious, he's broken something he's never done before. Yes, his new record, uh, the, uh, the Legacy in the Vinyl Box Edition. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, he decided he was going to print the first 100, and t- I don't know where he got this number at, who knows. The first 123,999 copies would be numbered, and the fans could request which number they wanted. However, the customer demand was so bad that he flipped and crashed the system. It locked up. Bad isn't so, good. No. So if anybody could lock up an internet uh, ticket system or anything like that, it would be Mr. Brooks himself. So anyway, he extended the deadline uh, I was scheduled for just 24 hours. He did it until the availability was sold. Well, what happened is the result sales would go on to break a number of vinyl records, ha ha, um, and that extra time would take Brooks through the first twenty thousand numbered box sets of vinyl. And remember, it's a box set of vinyl, so it's not like your normal set, which is is going to be you would think it'd be a collector's item. But since he's got four hundred twenty thousand vinyl albums, so he probably won't be a shortage of it. This is um, your old 33 records we're talking about? Yes. God, I, I mean, I didn't know it was that common to even find record players these days, but I may be wrong. It is. Well, actually, uh, believe it or not, uh, at your apartment here in Nashville, uh, underneath the TV, uh, that box is two twin turntables. Precious, let's not give any more secrets out. We've already found out you lived in sin. We don't need to be discussing my... What is that fancy word for uh, in the city? Yeah, yeah, there's a fancy French word. I, I, I remember hearing it for the first time when I watched <laughs> Mad Men on TV. There's like a fancy French word for your in-town apartment. Anyway, that's what I would call where you're talking about. Oh, the double twin tables? Yeah. And, uh, but, you know, you know, my husband is a vinyl head. So, I know, you know he is. And I he's got some. It. In fact, the last time I was with the great Lord Mike Harris, he had just received in the mail a package of blues 
LPs. And yeah. honestly, I don't claim to be an expert on any other music than country music. The the people he had those albums for, I had never heard of. So I'm thinking, why in the world would you have ordered those? But hey, it made him happy. It made him happy. That's exactly. And I he just ordered Billy Gibbons vinyl. And uh, but you know Garth, the way he marketed his, he marketed almost entirely through his Inside G, uh, Studio G YouTube channel. So, I mean, he's just a genius. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I love vinyls. And who else? There's somebody else got a new vinyl. I'll tell it next week. I'll find out who it is. But it's going to be uh, make an announcement in the next a couple of weeks or so that there's another artist that's putting an album out on vinyl and not on CD. Pretty cool um, stuff. Hey, Precious, yeah. uh, you're talking about announcement. It was just announced this week, the lineup for this summer's CMA Fest in nashville tennessee of course this is the thing they do at nissan stadium home of the tennessee titans football team and they've got a whole slew of big time acts performing at this thing that i wasn't a fan when this first kind of changed to be a massive stadium concert but nobody cares what i think evidently this must work because they've been doing it for about 12 years now but uh, why don't you go ahead and give us a little hint of who's performing June 6th to 9th during the CMA Fest at Nissan Stadium. Well, of course, it's going to be Thursday, Sunday, June the 6th through the 9th. And, of course, um, the 5th, I think, is the CMT Awards. They always kick it off on Wednesday. Mm. But anyway, uh, one of my favorites to kick it off, of course, is Kelsey Ballerini. And uh, she was like one of the sweetest people you ever want to meet. She really, really does cater to her fans. Williamson County's own Kelsey Ballerini. That's it. And she's such just uh, what you see is what you get. I think that's why everybody's falling in love with her and uh, Morgan Evans, because they're just like the cutest couple, you know, and then the power couple from 10 years today, it's going to be her and Morgan and uh, Carly Pierce and Michael Ray. But anyway, Brothers Osborne, and they're from Kentucky. Dirk Bentley and then Kane Brown and then both the Lukes, Luke Bryan and Luke Combs. And, of course, Dan and Shay, uh, Belmont alumni. And then, of course, the other duet, Florida Georgia Line, which is also Belmont alumni. And then we've got, uh, of course, Miranda Lambert, uh, Little Big Town, which I've known for years. Tim McGraw. Northeast Louisiana University alumni. He sure is. And Marin Morris and Old Dominion, who I've known for many, many years, the Pistol Annies, Rascal Flats, and Thomas Rhett, who was my intern <laughs> years ago when I had an intern from Lipscomb. He was uh, Thomas Rhett was his roommate, and Carrie Underwood from either Florida. Northeast or Southeast Oklahoma. I can't figure out which one, but yes, yeah, she went to a college in Oklahoma. Yeah, and then but uh, Carrie's Oklahoma, Thomas Rhett's Georgia. His daddy's from Georgia. You know, yeah, but Rhett. did he go to school at Georgia? I don't think he did. I don't. Th- yeah, I think actually, I think he was going to, and music took got he got lucky in music. Um, Thomas or Rhett? Tom, uh, Rhett. Yeah, Rhett was at Georgia, from what I remember, and I believe Thomas is the reason Rhett left Georgia. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Yeah, and but, uh, and then Keith Urban, of course, everybody's sexy boy, Keith Urban. Not mine. Because he's he, not my sexy boy. I know, but uh, he's just the sweetest person uh, too in his accent. It's the accent to get you. Yeah, but it but, ain't uh, it ain't a Kentucky accent. Don't you think those are Kentucky. sexier? Oh, totally, <laughs> totally. Um, but actually, there's a bunch of you know. A lot of people come here and they think that 
uh, CMA Fest that they, you know, they have to pay the, and it's, it's, it's not cheap to go to these concerts at night, but to get into, uh, the actual uh, venue where the CMA Fest takes place inside to get the autographs and meet all the stars. I think that's only $10 a person per day. And then there's a bunch of free stuff. So if you have a family on a budget and you want to have a decent vacation, uh, they have the Chevy Riverfront stage where there's a lot. I think Tricconi's going to be on there and uh, Lauren Elaine and some of the other acts, um, you know, and uh, Dylan Scott and uh, Jimmy uh, Jimmy Allen. On then we also got the Bud Weiser Forever Country stage stage, and they got three or four other stages. I think the AT and T stage sponsor stages. ASCAP's got a stage. VMI's got a stage. So, uh, but the good thing is you can bring your family here and not have to spend a lot of money to see a lot of great, great music. I think they've got, their goal is to have, enough, uh, like they had last year, I think they had 585 artists participate in the CMA Fest. So I think they're hope, trying to get that number to stay there too. Okay. Well, it's really a great deal. And you can go to cmafest.com to find out more on what's coming up this summer in the CMA Fest when it goes on in nashville tennessee and we hope we can announce pretty soon here on the y'all show some exciting news in regards to y'all and the cma fest as about 10 years ago for several years y'all participated at cma fest we were in the exhibit hall and we brought in stars to sign autographs and all that and precious if the stars align and i'm not talking about the actual country music stars i'm talking about those way up in the sky if they align we'll be right back in nashville in june and we'll have a y'all.com booth and you can come by and meet a bunch of artists and we'll shake your hand take your picture and we may have some other cool y'all stuff if we're able to do that how does that sound that sounds great. You know me. I'm anytime I can promote y'all radio, I'm here, ready to go. Well, one of the great things that we offered at the time we did that, that frankly, I don't think there are many options like this. If you go to CMA Fest, most of your exhibit hall booths are all dedicated to one artist. And when we had a y'all booth, and we hope to revive that here in 2019, we allowed tons of artists to stop by for 30 minutes, sometimes an hour, and people got to stand in line and sh- get an autograph, take a picture, but they also got to meet another star also at the booth at the same time. And so it was a double whammy, and it actually helped artists who didn't have a booth in the exhibit hall. We we provided an outlet for them to go to. So, hey, I think we did a darn good job, and we hope we can officially announce that that's going to happen again in 2019. And you talked about saving money. Hey, I will definitely tell you if you can get the kind of deal I've got in Nashville from a living standpoint, you'll save even more money. And the reason I'm bringing this up, Precious, I found the word that stumped me, the word I learned when watching Mad Men on TV. A small apartment or room kept for temporary or occasional use, that term would be Peter Terry or Peter Ter, P-I-E-D. A-T-E-R-R-E. There's your big word today. Put that one in a country music song. I mean, no wonder you can spell it. I can't even say it much. Spell it. Yeah, I can't even pronounce it, but it's Peter Terre or something like that. The, the little wise guy on Mad Men that ended up having affairs in the city, he had a Peter Terre for his uh, mistresses and stuff like that. But enough of that. Precious, before we get out of here with you, this is a big week for a newcomer from North Carolina Please tell us a little bit more about what's going on with this up-and-coming singer, Josh Phillips. Well, Josh Phillips, like I said, he, he is, you know, in pain and deuce here for a bit. 
But uh, he actually has a, a record coming out on Friday. And it's on Big Machine. So he's, you know, under the Borchetta. And, and that's a major belt. label in Nashville. Major label, yes. Uh, it actually, you know, Taylor Swift's the one who actually helped start it with Scott, her her, her father and her and Scott and her together. Uh, but he coped in a track. Along, and Eric Dillon's another writer here in town. And Randy Montana I've known for 20 years. Uh, anyway, the lyrics is like a nostalgic of a past relationship. And it's actually probably one of the most well-written songs I've heard in a long time because, uh, you know, his background, uh, Josh's, is brick manufacturing, you know, real hardworking people, cotton, tobacco fields, you know, things like that. Anyway, he's taken his fans back to the hometown for like a personal video of an insight of who he is and where he came from, you know. And um, anyway, but some of the scenes is exactly what it lets the fans get what I call inside the golden gate. Mm-hmm. and see what made him into a songwriter and the artist and the person he is the way that he is trying as a newcomer uh, to connect with the fans at an early stage so once you can make that super super connection with a fan at that early stage and make them feel like they're inside the golden gate then you'll have a fan for life and this is josh phillips newcomer he is from sanford north carolina and his new song out this friday on big machine records is titled in a bar somewhere i love the name of that precious i would love to join you at a bar anywhere and i don't care if we sit there and drink iced tea that'll be just fine with me just, just what i drink yeah. but uh, you know who i met at your booth 10 years ago uh john wilkes booth i don't know <laughs> i actually met chase rice who ah. wrote cruise oh, he cool. was signing autographs at your booth it might have been longer than that but yeah that's the first time i met chase rice was he was in the y'all booth how about that i had already forgot that and chase rice if you're listening buddy you owe us an interview yes and we made his career chase rice would be nowhere without (laughs) y'all thank you precious we look forward to talking to you again next week and you and your hubby have a good time whether y'all go to a pdtr or you stay at home and listen to records all right, darling. See you next week. Bye-bye. Precious Harris, everybody. Well, that will conclude today's Y'all Show. It's Ash Wednesday again. If you haven't made it out to church, maybe you need to do that if your church observes such things here today. Otherwise, we will be right back here tomorrow with a whole new Y'all Show. We're going to actually have some cool stuff coming up on the Thursday, y'all. We'll have Tennessee on our mind, but instead of Nashville, we're going to take it to the east part of the state. We will spotlight an upcoming festival in Pigeon Forge quilt fest is going on soon and we'll have a special guest tell us all about quilt fest and pigeon forge plus we will have an update on all things tennessee volunteers austin stanley from a to z sports will be stopping by with a big orange report that's all on tomorrow's y'all show our sec spotlight when that happens of the show that's all about the south this is y'all thanks for listening see you tomorrow This is a cow, a cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. That's why Vistaprint is offering 500 truly personalized business cards starting at $9.99. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. Get 500 business cards starting at $9.99 with promo code 7575. That's promo code 7575 at Vistaprint.com. Vistaprint. Own the now. And now, a quick comparison from Grasshopper. 
When picking a phone number for business, what sounds more professional? Your personal number? Uh, hold on, let me give you my cell. And uh, actually, let me get yours too, just so I don't ignore your call, you know? Or a dedicated business number, courtesy of Grasshopper. It was a pleasure meeting you. Our number is 1-833-IT-TROOP. Give us a call anytime. There's no contest. Put your best voice forward with Grasshopper, the virtual phone system for small business. Try it free at grasshopper.com.